We're joined by the head football coach at Missouri. He's in his fourth season there. Missouri held off Florida 33-31 Saturday. They moved to 9-2 overall. They're 5-2 in SEC play. They're ranked number 9 in the college football playoff rankings. They take on Arkansas on Friday. We are joined by their head coach, Eli Drinkwitz. Eli, it is great to have you back on. Eli, what's going on? How are you? Man, I'm doing great. Always good to be on or in the jungle. And uh, appreciate you making time for me today. Oh, man, I appreciate you making time for me. And it's always great to have you in the jungle. So many great things going on with Missouri football right now. I mentioned a top 10 ranking. You're going to a bowl game for the fourth straight year. You've assured yourself a winning record. I mean, you've got this thing headed in the great and the right direction. If you had to pinpoint one or two of the biggest reasons why this program is where it is right now, what would they be? It's player-led. It's 100%. Um, the the leadership of our team, whether you're talking about Cody Schrader, Brady Cook, Darius Robinson, um, Tyron Hopper, Javon Foster, when your best players are your best leaders, it creates a connection amongst your team and your staff and a belief in each other. And, and that's that that to me is the whole thing right now. You know, we've got some unbelievable stories about players who are. Um, I mean, Cody Schrader is a walk-on Division II transfer from Truman State that's leading the SEC in rushing. Um, he's had seven straight 100-yard games. He's a semifinalist for the Doak Walker Award. He's one of the best running backs in college football. Um, but he, 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 hasn't been that, he, he hasn't been given that because of hype. He did it. He earned it. You know, Brady Cook was, was tarred and feathered last season. I mean, he was booed at our own home games at, when he was introduced as the starter and now he leads the student section after we beat Florida. And it's, again, not because of hype all offseason. I mean, there, there's a couple of quarterbacks we played this year that were said to be the most talented quarterback in the country, and yet our guy just goes out there and works and has earned everything that he's been given. And that, that to me, is why – we're such a good story in college football. Yeah, exactly. One of the best stories, and there's so many great stories within that one big story. Eli Drinkwitz is joining us. You know, I was going to ask you about Brady. So the guys showed tremendous heart and grit in coming back to beat Florida. What about that? A 12-play, 62-yard drive in the final 90 seconds, engineered by Brady Cook, that sets up the game-winning field goal. I mean, does that drive not, and you talked about him, but does that drive not fully encapsulate perfectly who he is, and what he has brought to the program since becoming the starter last season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think about this, too. Like, in our two losses, Brady's had the ball in his hand, and for whatever reason, it did go our way, right? We had a sack fumble against LSU. We, we had an interception thrown to a D lineman against Georgia. And you're sitting there like, oh, here we go again. Brady's out there on the last drive. And instead, it's fourth and 17, and he makes the biggest throw of his career. And, you know, you just look in his eyes, and he has no fear. Um, he believes in himself. He believes in his teammates. And, you know, that was a hell of a throw, and it was a great throw. But, man, the two throws after that are as good as it gets, as accurate and as precise a throw and executed plays as you can have to really give the thicker kicker uh, a chip shot <laughs> field goal to win the game. And, again, it's just it's a story of uh, refusal. I said it the other day, stubborn refusal to quit. Like, he just won't quit. He just won't give up on himself. And we won't let him give up on himself. And uh, he, he's uh, he's proven to be more than capable, more than talented. Um, he's got the right mindset. And man, it's been it's been a for me, it's been awesome. I just get to sit on the sideline and watch these guys bail my ass out. 
Eli Trinkwitz joining us. You mentioned the thicker kicker. I was going to get there. Harrison Mevis nailed the game-winning kick with five seconds left. I mean, we almost never, ever talk about a college kicker, but this dude is so good, so good that he has two nicknames. You hit on one of them, the thicker kicker at 243. You also call him Money Mevis because he's made so many big kicks for you. I can't remember the last time I asked a major college coach what his kicker has meant to the program. In fact, I don't think I've ever asked any college coach what his kicker has meant to the program. So there's a first for everything. What has Money Mevis, the thicker kicker, meant to the Tigers? Well, 243, that, that's being real generous, okay? I mean, he's well over 250. I think he's just trying to uh, protect himself a little bit. But uh, he, he is uh, he means the world to our program. He's just got such a great personality and calmness to him. Um, but crud, I mean, Money Mevis, if it wasn't for Money Mevis, I probably still wouldn't be in a job. You know, so that's that's why we call him Money Mevis. Uh, but no, he he's always on the money. He's right on time, and he delivers when 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 it's needed. Eli, I know you constantly hammer home three letters to your players: STP, STP. Yep. In this context, what do those three letters stand for, and how do they relate to your team? Yeah, so STP is our model, something to prove. And um, you know, throughout the whole off season, we've heard about all the different. Uh, prognosticators and predictions of what we were. Um, and we wanted to prove the doubters wrong. But as we got into it, it really became we wanted to prove to each other that they were right to believe in the brotherhood. And it really became more about an internal motivation to not let the brotherhood down than it became about proving to people outside of here that we were better. Like, we, we kind of got over that. It kind of became like, man, I just want to prove – to Brady Cook and to Cody Schrader and to Darius Robinson and to Chris Abramstrain and to J.C. Carlisle and to Javon Foster that, man, it was worth it for you to come back for another year. To prove to Luther Burden, man, I know all these schools were trying to get you to go in the portal and offering you all a lot more, but, man, we appreciate you staying committed to us. And uh, we just wanted to prove it to each other every day that it was worth the commitment and worth uh, believing in us. I love that, right? Like you can either try to prove people wrong, the haters wrong, or you can try to prove the people who believe in you right. Both work, both are powerful, and it sounds like you've done a little bit of both. Let me ask you this. Not only have you changed the culture and the energy of that program internally, but the student body and the community have responded with the same intensity with five straight sellouts. What's the buzz feel like, and then how gratifying is it to see your fans show up and show out like they are in Columbia? Yeah, it's just been an awesome resurgence. We knew it was here. Um, we knew, you know, we knew that what Tiger Stadium could be and what 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 Mizzou could be, and and um, you know, we'd seen glimpses of that. Dennis Gates has done an outstanding job with our basketball program, and I think we just kind of carried over that momentum, um, and, and we've kind of exceeded the expectations that our fans had for us, and and it's it's just been really cool to see, um, and you know. Now, now it's we're on to that next motto, which is why stop now? Like, wh- why stop? Let's keep going. Let's not get satisfied. Let's keep pressing the envelope. Let's keep pushing. And, uh, you know, as much fun as we've had this season, man, Friday is a huge game for us. And we've got to um, refocus and run to that fight sat- uh, Friday and make sure we bring our best game. I know. I know what you did there. I see what you did there, and I agree with that. I love that line, by the way. We're going to run to that fight. We've got to run to that fight. Let me ask you this really quickly, and then I'll ask you about Arkansas and turning loose. But when you say that you exceeded the fans' expectations, I'm sure 100%, right? 100%. Yeah. But, but 
did you exceed your own? Like when you say we knew what we had here, we knew what we could do here. Did you see becoming a top 10 team and even better there? Did you see that? I fully believed in the the talent on this team. Um, we had 32 players that had played five or more games in college football, and I knew we were going to be deep enough, and I knew we, we were going to be talented enough. I just You just never know what kind of connection your team's going to make. And when Harrison hit that 61-yarder versus K-State to win the game, I knew we were going to have a special season because – um, it's like in the Bible, it says faith without works is dead. Like I knew we had a belief in the team. Um, but when he hit that field goal and, and you saw the action behind the belief and, and that comes together, I'm like, yep. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do something special. Now you know you're in the midst of something really special. Like you understand that because you're a little bit older than the kids. You've had that experience. You know what's happening. You understand what's happening. So finally, you run to the fight Friday night. You've got Arkansas. They have just four wins, but. And I know you believe this. It would be foolish to overlook them or underestimate them, especially when they've got that dual threat quarterback, DJ Franks under center. What challenges will he and that Arkansas offense present you in that battle line rivalry? Yeah, I mean their quarterback has been giving us fits for four seasons. He's a you know, he's been a four year starter. He plays, he's got great uh, ball skills, he can really run. But the bottom line is it's a rivalry game. You can throw the records out, and it's their senior day. They're going to play with a ton of emotion. They just, you know, re-up their, their their head coach. They know the direction their program's going in, and it's like this is like their first, uh, the start of a new, you know, really a new season for them. And so we got to run to that fight, and we got to match their intensity. Um, we're going to have to play turnover-free football. We're going to have to really tackle the quarterback, um, and we're going to have to play solid in special teams. It here's the thing in the SEC. Every team has got NFL players uh, that can take over a game. And if you don't bring your best, if you don't play uh, complimentary football, you can get embarrassed in a hurry. And so our team understands that. I, I think we've, we've been overlooked before. Um, and so from our perspective, we don't overlook or underestimate anybody. We understand that everybody's got talent and something to prove, and, and we got to believe in ourselves, and we got to prove it to ourselves that – we're capable of doing this too. And they would absolutely love nothing more as a rivalry matchup to wreck a dream season for you. And I know you know that. And I know that's why you're going to run to that fight. Missouri is one of the best stories in college football. Again, 9-2 and two overall, 5-2 and two in SEC play. Number 9 in the college football playoff rankings and a big one against Arkansas Friday. Eli, I appreciate you so much. I know it's a busy week. Great to have you back in the jungle. Good luck on Friday. And I hope we can do it again soon. We will. M-I-Z. There you go. I love it. I love talking to him. What an amazing job he's done in Missouri. Okay, can I reset that for you? Ninth in the college football playoff rankings. Top 10 team overall. 5-2 and two in SEC play. 9-2 and two overall. Love the attitude, too. And I love that phrase. you got to run to the fight.